0: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is The Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show. And don't forget, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're going to talk about some good news here in a second. That guy who got busted vandalizing a tranny flag in Florida, military affairs, institutionalizing their agenda, emails, so much more coming up this hour on the Jesse Kelly Show. Now, let's talk about some good news. As we've said before on the show, it's not my quote, but it's a great quote, so I steal it and pretend like it's mine. It's actually my buddy Phil, but the best thing about communism is all the communist communism is killed. It's a great quote. But here's the truth. They really do in the end start tearing each other to shreds the Biden administration. You're probably going to see a lot of this and hear a lot of this over the next year or so. Here's a headline quote. Don't save him. Biden's botched border policy reportedly has top advisors at each other's throats and They talk about a meeting, they're screaming at each other, threatening each other. One of them, I can't even actually, I can't even give you the beep beep version of what they were calling each other. Here is the truth. Communism, for all of its other flaws, maybe its greatest flaw is it simply doesn't work. It doesn't matter how many people you manipulate into trying it, how much money you throw at it. It doesn't even matter, and this is what communists have tried over and over again: how much force you use. Normally, communists, because they're anti-humans, they just try to kill their way out of a problem. They, they do. That's, that's why communism has killed so many people. If you're an anti-human religion that doesn't acknowledge the God-created soul, well, when people become a problem, we just kill them. I mean, what difference does it make, right? If you have no moral founding, we'll just kill them. We'll just kill them, and we'll we'll kill them, and. Okay, well, they're a problem. We'll kill all them too. And they just try to kill their way out of a problem. But no matter what communism does, it doesn't work. And they always, always turn on each other as things come apart or go poorly for them. There's no loyalty. That's that's one of the most brutal things about being a communist, I assume. I don't know. I've never been one. That would be a brutal thing for me. To know that as as I sit around a room, I could be sitting in a room with my family, with with, with wife, kids, parents, sister. I could be sitting with my family. And if they're communists too, I would look at all of them and I would know that they would turn on me without any hesitation at all and feel no guilt about it at all. It's what communism does to the soul. It just finishes it up. One of the most heartbreaking historical stories about communism I've ever read beyond all the death, right? And the starvation and things like that were the stories that we're still getting today out of East Germany. Back when there was an East Germany. Now, uh, pause for a second. The reason we're still getting these stories today is the communists in East Germany and the Stasi, that was the secret police there. As things were collapsing, they could see it collapsing. And, you know, communists have to lie about everything. So they started shredding every single document possible. We're still getting information today out of East Germany because there are, you can go look this up. There are garbage bag after garbage bag after garbage bag of shredded documents that people are having to piece back together today to find out who's who and what's what but as they piece these documents back together obviously they've done so much and they have so much more to go in my lifetime they won't finish all this but as they piece these files back together what they found is and I just can't believe this is real but it is and it is it's common family members would turn each other in with no incentive it, let, me, let me be clear about what I mean Obviously, yes, communists are famous for they'll arrest you and torture your wife in front of you until you give a confession. Yes, that, that stuff happens, right? It does. Or they'll bribe you. Hey, here's a, here's an extra 50. Here's an extra loaf of bread this week. We'd love to know if your wife is up to no good. Okay, that happens. In East Germany and every other communist country, but it was so prevalent in East Germany, children would just go turn in their parents. for. No reason. It's not because they were part of the Stasi. They weren't blackmailed. They didn't get busted. They weren't bribed. They would just go down to Stasi headquarters. Hey, my dad was dogging on commies yesterday. Just thought you guys should know. Husbands would turn in their wives. Wives would turn in their husbands. Again, oftentimes with no incentive involved. No carrot. No stick. They would just go do it. These people always tear each other to shreds. And for whatever else happens out there with all the ugliness we see and all the darkness out there, at least take comfort in this. I I do take comfort in it. It may sound a little morbid. I, I I take comfort in this. In the end, it's not as if they're going to win and I still think we're going to win in the end, but let's say I'm wrong. Let's say uh, in the end it all comes crumbling down around us and we lose the whole thing and everything comes apart and the communists win. They don't really win because they just stand on top of the pile of ashes they created and everything is misery and death and turning on each other and tearing each other apart. There is no victory for the communist. The only chance at victory is if you win, if I win. So there, take pride in that. Speaking of pride, that's tough. Why are you gay? In Delray Beach, Florida, there's a 19-year-old. He's facing charges. It's Palm Beach County. It's this super blue communist county in Florida. No, not all of Florida is red. Palm Beach County's terrible. I do think it's interesting that the guy is described by the news as a man. This, I'm not going to go into his name, but he's 19. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, Jesse, that's a man, but... Seems like in a lot of other cases, depending on who the criminal is, this guy would be described as a teen. You see that all the time. Teens, two teens jump a a rabbi in New York and you dig in and you're like, wait, they're 18 and 19. What do you mean two teens? Anyway, what did this guy do? Well, um, here's the audio of what he did. You see, they painted a big old tranny flag in the middle of the road and this guy didn't appreciate it and... Got in his pickup and did this? Okay, first, I, we need to address the big thing here. It's not the crime or the nation or, or the U.S. of gay. Can we address that every single time we see a video in the wild, whatever that video may be, there is always, without question, an annoying woman in the background who ruins the video. You could hear her here. It stands out. It's as loud as the tires. To- oh my God. Gosh, that's annoying. Anyway, listen, we're not going to spend a bunch of time on it. I want to get to emails. Nations have religions. And. When a nation gets conquered or an area, because all of America is not conquered, but when an area gets conquered historically, the conqueror makes sure that he puts up things, symbols, statues, signs to let the people, the conquered people know they've been conquered. That's why you see rainbow flags all over the place. You cannot escape them. I saw a picture yesterday of a minor league baseball game. I actually think it was from last year. It's a minor league baseball game. There's nothing more basic, family-based than a minor league baseball game. And in the outfield, there was a big American flag bracketed by two big tranny flags. They put these things everywhere because it is a conquering, sick religion, this cultural Marxism. And they put them everywhere as a reminder that we in certain places have been conquered and part of it makes me feel good because it's a reminder that we need to take it back. And when we do take it back, we have to remember to be builders. We have to build our own monuments. You know, I wrote in that book I wrote, no, I'm not writing another one. Stop asking me, but in the anti-communist manifesto, which is available at jessekellybook.com. Now I wrote in the book that we have to be builders. And I talked about anti-communism building we should be doing across the country. There should be monuments to all the death and misery communism has caused. And this is something we need to put into effect. All right? It is uh, it is a shame this man got arrested, but nations have religions. Nations use the laws of the nation to protect their religion. Nothing new under the sun. It's no different here in the U.S. of gay. Now, do I need to remind you how invested washington is in stopping the fiscal collapse. The
0: vote we'll soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators.
1: Do I need to remind you how seriously they're taking the fiscal crisis? The
0: strong wages wages are rising, inflation is down, in fact the cost have fallen from a gallon of gas to a gallon of milk. We know prices are still Everything's great.
1: Do you have your gold or silver? Look, I don't want to just make Oxford Gold Group about gold. I really genuinely do not care what color the precious metal is. I only care that you have something solid and tangible in your hands for whenever these people do finally drive us off that fiscal cliff. It is coming. There's nothing you or I can do to stop it clearly at this point in time. They're never going to stop. Democrats aren't going to stop. Republicans aren't going to stop. And so all we can do is get ready. If the plane is going to go down at some point, the best you can do is a parachute. Call Oxford Gold Group and let them get some precious metals in your physical possession. They'll mail it to you. They'll get it in your investments, but they can't help you if you don't call. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group.
0: Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! The USA! Jesse Kelly Show. It
1: is the Jesse Kelly Show with me, Bright Shiny Jesse, the Oracle Kelly. I actually do have more good news. You want some more good news? We're all mad about this Senate bill. We're all mad about this foreign aid stuff while we're suffering from inflation. But here's a little quote, courtesy of one of the very good senators we have, Eric Schmidt out of Missouri. He's one of the good ones. He did the research on this, so I'm glad he gets the credit. Here it is. Quote, nearly every Republican senator under the age of 55 voted no on this America Last bill. 15 out of the 17 elected since 2018 voted no. What does that mean? Well, it's not an insult to old people. It's an insult to old Republicans and old ways of thinking in the Senate, people are changing. You and what you want and what you view as important, it is slowly changing D.C. And we have talked about this before, how painful this can be for people like you, for people like me. People who we, we see the problem, we know what the problem is. We've, we you You've already diagnosed the problem. You know what the problem is. You want it fixed. You want this stop. I want to do this. I want them to do that. And so when you're that far ahead of everyone, when you're 10 years ahead of everyone, and you probably are, when you're 10 years ahead of everyone, that can be a very frustrating 10 years, can it not? You know what needs to be done now. We have to stop this ridiculous spending. We have to protect the dollar. The American people are being crushed. Stop this endless foreign aid. Stop this domestic endless spending. We've got to stop that. You know all this. DC doesn't know it yet, but they are very slowly starting to get it. As the old ones go away and as the new ones come in, they are slowly starting to sound more like you. Yeah, Chris said, Chris, that's a little cynical. Jewish producer Chris said, yeah, give them another 20 years. Okay, that's fair. And you know the frustrating thing is 20 years from now, when they're finally caught up with you on these issues, they'll be another 20 years behind on the other issues where you're already ahead of them. I, I Look, It's this is your life. I'm sorry, but put a smile on your face. That's a cool thing. Tip of the spear is nice until you realize the shaft is so far behind you. You're the tip of the spear. You're ahead of everybody. That's a good thing, but your life is going to be one of frustration as you watch so much of the GOP lag behind you. The truth is when I hear Mitt Romney say this, which I've played a thousand times the today. The vote we
0: will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States Senators.
1: The truth is he probably believes that. The American Senator today, the GOP American Senator, I'm talking about the old guys in leadership. No, they're, they're not mindful of America. They never think about you. They don't care about that at all. They only think of themselves and they tend to think of themselves through the lens of kind of the World War II generation. And so they try to make everything some gigantic global conflict that if we don't stop them, it's going to it's gonna consume us all. Here's Roger Wicker, again, facing a primary a month from today. The bottom line
0: is that America's interest in this war is clear. We need Ukraine to win, and that means giving them the tools to prevail. Cutting our support would cost us far more in the long run.
1: Uh, Roger Wicker thinks it's World War II and we're facing the forces of evil, They're going to come consume us here. And that's what gives him a purpose in life. He just wants the freedom to spend all your money to take down the Nazi war machine or whatever the case may be. Again, living in the past, not the world we live in today. The world of today is our fiscal situation has gotten so dire that now normal Americans are feeling it. Normal Americans didn't really feel the debt crisis for decades. That's why most people have ignored it. People have been yelling about the debt this and debt that and debt 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 for years and years and years and years and years. And the normal American has never really felt it until we stopped the the country for COVID and then printed seven trillion dollars. And now they're addicted to that level of spending. And now that they've accelerated so much, now you feel it when you buy gas, when you buy anything. I remember remember, I told you about this. We wanted to uh, try to – I'm not a home remodeler. I know a little bit about construction, but not a home remodeler. We wanted to try to add a room somewhere in the house because we don't have enough rooms. My oldest son – finally got to the place he wants to move out of his room with the youngest son and I understand that right it's 15 year old wants his own room I, I get it so okay let's let's dig in and see if maybe it's financially possible to add a room and it's not as if we're going with marble tiling here and gold plated this or what we're talking a 10 by 10 little room and we told him buddy it's going to be a cubby hole we don't have the room and we priced it it was over $50,000 over $50,000 for a room? That's, that's what the price of everything is now. Now the normal American consumer is feeling the, the printing and the spending and these losers in D.C. are simply behind, and they'll catch up. Speaking of being behind, let's talk about Russia, China, and us here in a second. Before we do that, let's do this. What do we always talk about when it comes to finances, when they're blowing everything? What, what do we talk about? What should we be buying? All of us. You, me, everybody. Things you can touch and feel. Things you can touch and feel. Hard assets. You go to the smartest money guys in the world right now. They're buying up what? Hard assets. What does that mean? Gold, silver, and real estate. They're all buying that. Gold, silver, real estate. Gold, silver, real estate. But how do you buy real estate? How does a normal person... Buy real estate. You're not a millionaire. What are you just going to buy a new home? What are you supposed to do? You don't have to sit and stress about that. Get a hold of done for you real estate. These are my friends. They'll handle it all for you. This is for normal people, not the millionaire next door who can already afford a second home. This is for normal people. They'll find you the best properties and the best markets. They handle everything: the financing, the closing, the rental process. What you do is you sit back and start building independent, hard asset wealth that these people can't destroy as they send all of our money overseas. Go to doneforyoujesse.com and find out how. Again, they're my friends. They're wonderful. The, the testimonies I get from you, they're amazing. Doneforyoujesse.com. You will enjoy the process. We'll be back. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. focus mood libido maximize your masculinity at chalk.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any subscription for life c-h-o-q.com code jesse for lifetime savings on any subscription limited time offer subscriptions cancelable at any time hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. All right, let's have a little little chitty chat, shall we? So, obviously, uh, the world affairs keep going and going and going. We know that. And I've tried the best I can to try to warn everybody about the painted rust that is America's economy, especially when it comes to our military machine. Remember, in World War II we're very proud as a nation about World War II. It's and we should be, right? It's one of the greatest things as a nation we ever pulled off. It is. We 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 came together and we fought. The men went to the front lines, the women stepped into the factory jobs to step up like we needed them to do. We transformed this economic manufacturing juggernaut into one that manufactured military stuff, and we just blew the world away at what we were able to do. And we were just talking about the old way of thinking that these older guys have, where they put themselves back in that. The truth is, many people still think that that economy exists and that military exists, and it does not. And what I've the reason I've been yelling so loud about this now is in the hopes probably in vain that we can do something to fix this now. Why do I want it fixed so badly now? Because once war breaks out, God forbid. And there's always another big one coming. I say God forbid, but there's always another one coming, right? That's the way history goes. That's the way the world goes. When the next one comes, it's too late. You don't you don't just turn around and turn on shipbuilding capability Either your nation can build ships or it cannot. We already had a nation in 1940 that could build ships. No, they weren't building out warships, but it took some minor adjustments. I say minor, that's simplifying it. It took adjustments here and adjustments there. And now that shipbuilding yard that was shipping that was building cargo ships, now they're building battleships, and uh-oh, Japan, we're a comin'. You can make that adjustment on the fly, but even then it's going to take you two years to build an aircraft carrier. What you can't do on the fly is come up with the shipyard to build the ships. That's not how it works. You can't just create a manufacturing sector out of thin air. Either you have one or you do not. Here's a couple things for you to digest. Headline from Wall Street Journal. China's shipyards are ready for a protracted war. America's aren't. That's the headline. We have probably a more powerful navy than China does. Well, we do have a more powerful navy. It just depends on where it is. You know, if China's right off their coast and they have support from their land based systems, it's probably theirs. If we meet anywhere else in the world, it's probably ours. But the problem we are going to run into is actually, I brought them up. It's going to be the same problem Japan ran into in World War II. Initially, with the first strikes, they were better than us. They had better stuff than us, I mean. They had better planes, the Zero. They had a much better torpedo. Our torpedoes didn't even work. The Japanese had this famous torpedo called the Long Lance. I know that's really freaking cool. The Long Lance torpedo. Like They had better stuff than us. But... They didn't have the manufacturing sector to make more of that stuff when their better stuff got blown up. And so as soon as their better stuff started to take hits, get sunk, they couldn't turn around and say, hey, dang, our battleship went down. Could you give me another? Because there were no other battleships. I want you to listen to something. This is from Senator J.D. Vance. Again, another one of the young ones, another one of the good ones. This is a, this is a gut punch. I've been telling you about our, our, our manufacture of arms, of munitions. Man, you want a sobering look? Here it is. How many artillery shells do we make in a month, and how many artillery shells do the Russians make in a month? Well, we make in a month about 30,000 artillery shells. That's up from about 20,000 artillery shells a month at the beginning of the conflict Guess how many the Russians make? They make about 25,000 artillery shells a day.
0: So in a month, the United States, the biggest economy in the world, makes weapons at a rate per month
1: that the Russians are able to meet in a single day. Well, one thing that suggests to me is that
0: GDP numbers are awfully fake. If you can't produce weapons to defend your own people, then you can't pretend that your economy is as strong as you might like to think.
1: We have to deal with reality as it is, not as we want it to be. On top of the fiscal situation, another reason we have to adjust how we handle foreign policy now is our enemies. And Russia is most definitely our mortal enemy now. We've been bragging about how many Russians we've been killing. They are not going to forget such a thing. The Russians tend to have a long memory. Russia, almost all wars are artillery wars, all of them. Oh, they are. They're artillery wars. Russia produces 30 times the artillery shells we produce. That's another way to say what he just said. 30 times. We talk about America. And we have to project power and we have to protect them and we have to do this. And when you you complain about any of this foreign aid stuff, you will always have these people that say, well, we can do both, but you can't be so insular. No, we can't do both anymore. It's not 1950. It's not 1930. It's not even 1980. Times have changed to the point we cannot do both anymore. And even if we stopped all this insane foreign aid, even then it wouldn't be close to enough to save us because even then we would have to dig in now and deal with the massive amounts of entitlement spending that have gobbled up the entire budget. We have huge problems here and now. And this is what we get out of our Senate.
0: What we will soon take... To provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. Yeah.
1: Let's get to some emails. Remember, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Love, hate, death threats. You know, before I get to the emails, you don't want to become like Mitt Romney, obviously. A spineless, weak old loser. That's why you take a male vitality stack from chalk it helps you avoid becoming a spineless, low-T, weak old loser who does what he's told. Chalk is not Not only are they hardcore anti-communists like me, they love this country and they believe that there are better ways to fix ourselves than just running down to the pharmacy every time. Natural herbal solutions. What a shock. Nature has provided better and healthier things than Big Pharma ever could. I personally, I take chocolate powder every morning, pour it in a smoothie, pack full of vitamins and minerals, everything you need. But I take a male Vitality stack every single day. I had a delicious fried chicken sandwich for breakfast, as every healthy person does. And I washed it down with a male Vitality stack, baby, because I want to be ready. And I want to be focused. Remember, you need T-levels, guys. You have to have them. Whether you're 20 or 80, your mind needs them, not just your body. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE. Let's get to some emails. JESSE, I was just wondering what happened to the Jeffrey Epstein list that the news was hyping for so long. It seems like it all just died a strange death, just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Okay, one that's really good. Two, listen. The people who want to protect that list, the people who want that list to remain secret, let's just be honest. They've already killed to keep that list secret. Look, the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself thing was it was kind of a tongue in cheek joke, but it was a joke because everyone kind of knew it was true. Hold on. A billionaire in federal custody. Uh. Killed himself when the cameras malfunctioned and the guards fell asleep when they shouldn't have. And then the guards, people, we don't even talk about this after the fact. The guards ended up getting off scot-free. One of them got a light slap in the wrist. There was no punishment at all for the guards that fell asleep. We all know what happened, whether he did it, whether someone else went in there, whether he was forced to do it or someone else went in there and did it for him. We all understand what happened. Wealthy people have access to things including access to people who will kill on their behalf for money. We all know why that Epstein list is still quiet and why the only bits of it you've seen are heavily redacted. People are afraid, and that's, that's part of our condition right now in this world is the good people are afraid. All right, headlines I didn't get to and more. Hang on. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. If you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on podcast. The iHeartRadio app is free. The podcast is on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, go back and listen to Ryan Gerduski earlier. One of the most eye-popping stats he dropped earlier in the show when I had him on, he was talking about the white working class in America, 44 million of them, They are the largest voting bloc in the United States of America, the white working class, and they're the least politically involved. They care the least. And listen, as much as we lament the state of the country, the truth is we lost a lot of it fair and square because the people who cared got involved and the people who didn't, didn't. And the people who care won or are winning. Look, we we talk about look, we talk a lot about the the anti white racism going on in the country. Here's a guest speaker. Let's listen, listen to this doozy here.
0: Whites are psychopaths, and their behavior represents an underlying biologically transmitted proclivity with roots deep in their evolutionary history. How many of you could see the proclivity that evolved deep within the evolutionary history of whiteness? By show of hands. How many of you could see it? Some people are sitting here. Oh, no, I don't want to raise my hand. That's called denial.
1: Okay. You can hate that guy you want. Set aside. Okay. So he's a racist piece of trash. Whatever. Do you think he votes? How many? Let me ask you something. I'll I'll play it for you one more time. Listen to this. Whites are psychopaths. Whites
0: are psychopaths. And their behavior represents an underlying, biologically transmitted.
1: Yeah, we got it. Let me ask you something. Honest question. How many primaries do you think he's sat out of? Do you think that guy shows up to vote in every single election? I bet he does. I, I We talk about all this stuff everywhere. This is from Daily Caller. A huge blow is the direct quote. Decline in white rec- right recruits fueling the military's worst ever recruiting crisis. Quote. A smaller portion of white Americans serve now than ever before. This is fundamental because complementary increases in black and Hispanic recruits have not taken place. The whites aren't coming. The Hispanics aren't coming. The blacks aren't coming, but the whites have abandoned it. They've walked away from it. They've abandoned it because the military is now chock full of all this whitey's evil crap. Why is the military chock full of it? Well, if we keep going down that rabbit hole long enough, it's because white people started checking out the checking out. What an embarrassing statistic for any group, but the largest voting block in the country, white working class voters, 44 million of them have the worst participation in politics by percentage. What a disgrace. And and we step up and we complain today about all these piece-of-trash senators out there. You know what? Let's talk about Kentucky for a minute. How's Mitch McConnell still there? How many white working-class people do you think are in Kentucky? Let me give it away for you. It's a lot. I want you to listen to this little tidbit from Senator Ron Johnson about Mitch McConnell and what he's been doing over the past couple months. We
0: repeatedly talked about making Ukraine funding contingent on border metrics, you know, just like performance measurements in, in business, right? As as the border was secured, you'd get $5 billion a month. I mean, we had it all laid out, had a proposal. It had a great deal of support in our conference, but what Mike pointed out is unbeknownst to us at the time, McConnell told Langford, that's not even on the table. He, he on his own, using his own authority, without telling the conference, even though he knew that knew the conference supported, tying border security or Ukraine funding to actually securing the border. McConnell just took that off the table. And that moment of leverage we have.
1: Still a United States senator in Kentucky. White working class people in Kentucky watching their standard of living disappear. Their United States senator crushes them every chance he gets. And we can't get off the couch. It's embarrassing, man. Friggin' embarrassing. And
0: now... Here's a headline. Go. Oh,
1: wait, sorry. Before I do headlines, I didn't get to this today, and I just have to because it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and on a Boston news station, this liberal white woman, uh, of course, she's bragging about hosting some illegals in her house from Haiti. They just... They can't help themselves
0: sometimes. It's been an emotional few weeks for Wildande Joseph and her husband. First, sleeping on the floor at Logan Airport, then in Children's Hospital with their two-year-old daughter who got very sick. (laughs) Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. She says her daughter is very happy. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, Hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. In fact, her goal is to open up her own restaurant. (laughs) It's
1: been such a joy. It's been such a joy having these minorities. After all, I have my own chef now. These these people, they'll do whatever I tell them to do. Wow, lady, that's a little too on the nose, isn't it? And now... (laughs) headline go oh, you know this you know the
0: thing headlines we didn't get to
1: michigan state lawmakers stripped of committees and budget after retweeting a map about the great replacement theory demographic change yes if you point out the fact that the communists are intentionally destroying the demographics of the united states of america for their own power well since communism is now institutionalized they'll just simply kick you off the committees hey michigan you voted for this. Biden administration diverts veterans affairs resources to illegal immigrants. Well, yes, as I've said, the country no longer belongs to us veterans. Sadly, it belongs to the illegals. When you allow 8 million of them in, they tend to think they run the place. Former top Biden advisor Susan Rice reportedly called cabinet secretary a beep beep I can't even say either of those words over the handling of the migrant shelters yes as I told you they come for each other shooter at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church was stopped by a good guy with a gun that is an awesome awesome story I am happy about that Dem senator calls Israeli leadership war criminals and then votes to send them 14 billion anyway that's that tightrope Democrats are still trying to walk hey I don't hate Jews okay maybe a little but they can can't seem to decide. All right, we'll be back tomorrow to do it again. I'm going to Red Lobster. That's all. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who.